Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Super duper welcome on this. cry dude sorry oh man that is exactly what i grew up with wow anybody wonder if you didn't know my name now you now that everybody knows my name right if they didn't know my last name because most people don't know my last name do you know there are some guests that i've had on multiple times on the show one of them asked me the other day do you actually have a last name <laughs> funny yes i do uh thank you all for tuning us in turning us on uh my uncle i'm telling you you talk about living a full life that's what uh talk radio to thrive by and living life full out that is what the man has done and a lot of my spunk just in case you wonder i have gotten from him uh in many 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 ways a couple of them i can't share on the air um but you should have sat you should guys should have been next to me during some of our fireside chats <laughs> joining me here today we're going to talk about five ingredients for a great workplace culture founder and president of seattle-based dream clinic larissa golden joining me here today and hey it's been a long time since you've been here welcome back hi dr pat it's nice what, to what see you again. been up to well uh Mainly working on getting more locations going through Seattle so more people can have great massage. Well, and yeah, and you have a number one, I mean, you have a number one business. I mean, people, you know, when they hear Dream Clinic, they're thinking, okay, this is the great place to go. So good job on you. Oh, well, thank you so much. And, you know, you've learned a lot about business because you've had to manage people. You know, it's been been an incredible journey. We've been open for over nine years now, and every year brings some new learning. And uh, it just, it's one of the... Very rewarding aspects of running a business is you. You never stop learning. No, you never stop learning. I'm learning as we speak right now, Larissa. I have to tell you. I'm, oh. It's always something new to learn. But let's talk about the culture. Let's talk about the elements to, uh, you know, uh, a great workplace. But why is having a, why is this so important? Because I, I know what it's like to have a culture that really sucks. <laughs> uh, and to do that in a way, when you work for corporate America and you work for a company that all they believed in is downsizing, that is not a happy place. You do not have a happy face. So what have you learned about culture and what are some of the elements that make, uh, you know, culture important? Yeah. And um, and that's actually that's a great question, of course. Um, you know, I'm actually a good person to speak about it because when I first started my business, I was one of those that felt that 
hey, people should all be adults. We should all just, you know. <laughs> Suck it up. Yeah, be accountable. Get your job done. You know, why do I have to quote unquote babysit people? And boy, it's been a real eye opener. <laughs> and so I can speak now, looking back for 10 years, that really we can't afford not to have mm. focus on our culture going forward if we're going to succeed as an organization or business because really our society is changing and the new generations, people that are joining the workforce now, they're not buying into the old paradigms. Not only do people want to be compensated reasonably, but they also want to have meaning and they want to feel like at work their opinions are um, kind of wanted. They want to feel respected. They want to feel appreciated. So I think the main thing is that it's become not a luxury, but really a necessity to say, hey, there's a community here. We're all working together. And what's it like to come to work and spend eight, 10 hours here interacting with others? And so to me, workplace culture is just the new must have ingredient for businesses that want to succeed. Absolutely. And you know what? I love that you're talking about this because up in the past, when we talked about culture, it, it seemed like it, it was annoyance to management to have a conversation about culture. You know this. Yes. You worked in business. <laughs> you say the word culture. You know how many consultants have been thrown out? I was in HR. I threw a few of them out myself. Yeah. When they talk, come in and talk about culture and subculture in the workplace, right? Yeah. And it's, it, it is an annoyance. And I think that's, you know, we're all learning collectively as well as individually. So, Maybe last century we were all just trying to figure out how to be efficient. But um, the fact is that employees, and I say this, you know, based again on personal experience and as well as stories from those that interview with us, but they're just not going to put up with it. So if someone's a little curt and if you as a supervisor, if you're a little bit um, derogatory or just kind of, uh, I guess, again, as I said, curt with your people, mm-hmm. they're not going to stick around. So, no. so really, to put it in very simple terms is it's very costly not to tend to your culture because you're going to have high turnover, you're going to have poor performance as people are coming up to speed and learning. So it's just long-term best financial decision as well. Mm-hmm. Because right. the biggest cost, as you know, is when people... Forget it. You get yeah. so... You you, yeah. you have to replace a good... You know, look at any person that you have to replace, regardless of their performance, it is really tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's a cost. It takes a while. Yeah. And, and it's also difficult on those that are still there, you know, they... You want them to focus on their work and on succeeding. That's why when Michelle tells me, Michelle's one of my sales folks, when Michelle says, I want my picture, I want my contact information on the website, I listen. Uh Now we've got our picture up on the website. Now she gets all the emails that I used to get. And I'm so happy for that, (laughs) whether she wants them or not. And I think that going back to your question, I think those managers that kind of start tending to the soft, you know, the soft Mm -hmm. part of the workplace, the culture... Even if it's reluctant initial, reluctance initially, mm-hmm. we definitely start seeing the benefits of it yeah. pretty quickly. In happy morale, like you said, in, right. in employees that are working not just with, you know, coming to work not just with their feet and their kind of with the hands, but they're bringing their heart. Mm-hmm. And that's going to show up in how they interact with others, how they interact with your customers. You're going you, you to have much more authentic relationships happening all around, which in the end is what brings, mm-hmm. you know, it brings abundance. Oh, I love it. So let's go through the elements here. Okay. What have you discovered? Okay. Um, so, of course, as you said, there's there's tons of different advice, but, and I'll share some stories. There's five ingredients, really, that I wanted to talk about today. And um, I'm not going to go through the everyone in detail, or maybe we'll start, but, you know, we'll have a little break. Uh, there's the, the vision. Mm-hmm. You absolutely must know what your business stands for. So you have to have a vision and, 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 and communicate it to all your team first time they join the business as well as repeatedly. You want to reward the right things. And I'd like to talk about that a little more, Pat. Um, a lot yeah, of times... Yeah. I want to talk about that too. Yeah. 
Um, because that's a lot of re- times we were re- rewarding some stuff that just makes no sense. And and it's not intentional, but I, I have a great story on that. Um, but in the end, you do get what you reward. So very, very important to really think about not just, hey, I want to reward people showing up for work, but is there particular behaviors that represent the business core values? Is there particular behaviors that aren't going to be tolerated? Really looking at the full incentives package. Um, third thing, another favorite of mine is promoting a learning mindset. So what does your company, what do your people do? How do they react when things go wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it never happens, right? Things never go wrong. Are you kidding? Um, fourth item I'd say is, and this is something that you can go to any book and it'll confirm my perspective, and that is you have to assume the best about your team, about your people. So if something isn't going right, don't, you know, don't, don't immediately blame, oh, so-and-so just doesn't care. Look at, you know, are they missing information? Are they missing resources? Is the training been sufficient? Basically, look at your systems because people really do want to do their best job, best job when they're enabled to do so. Uh, and the last thing, and this is definitely not emphasized a lot, is protect your culture. Um, a lot of us have the, I call it the niceness gene. It's just we have someone that works for us. They're fabulous. Do you have that gene? Oh, in spades. <laughs> in spades. Is that the same thing as the, you want me to, here, here's what I call yeah. it. You ready? Yeah. It's called the PP syndrome, Uh-oh. people pleaser. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, and in the end, again, if you. I had someone say to me yeah. the other day, you know what, that's just a chick thing. And I was like, maybe you're right. I don't know. But I, I know some men that do that. Oh, gosh. I. You know, I have a couple of organizations. I told them to go take a workshop. The guys have a hard time with this too, Pat. I especially the nice guys. <laughs> I think so yeah. too. Um, but the, what it comes down to is that you quickly learn that when you have someone that just really doesn't share the core values of the rest of the group, mm. it's okay to stand up for those core values, even if it's how someone's talking to others, mm-hmm. or maybe they're not really interested in doing. You know, in our case, we have therapists do some shared chores at the end of their shifts where they straighten out the clinic. So if someone for any reason doesn't really share. The, the, the culture, it's okay to say, hey, you're great, you know, but it doesn't feel like it's a fit because yeah. the message that we're sending when we let that person stay on and they're clearly not fitting is not to that person but to everybody else. That how serious is the company about what it's been preaching? Is the company appreciating my performance when there's someone next to me that's not performing? So it's the impact of not really protecting and cherishing your culture is – you start diluting it for those that are there. You know, it's really interesting. I had someone that mm-hmm. I loved and worked for us for really worked for me early on the crust busting. Yeah. And I remember she was watching the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah. I, I was in school when that was happening, so I had to do it. So I remember her. Call, I remember her calling me one day, and mm-hmm. we were joking about the culture and mm-hmm. how she was different. Yeah. So she said, "If the job don't fit, I must exit." I like that. Oh my god! And I thought, you're right. I stayed too long in my job. Mm -hmm. I stayed 25 years. Mm -hmm. And why did I stay that long? I think I stayed that long so I could learn something. Mm -hmm. But then I had to really stand up for what I believe. That's the hardest thing, Larissa. I mean, isn't it? To stand up for what you believe. And it sounds like you knew that it wasn't really, you know, sustaining your soul, so to speak. And that... Well, um, the job, when yeah. the job, well, you outgrow the job or the job yeah. outgrows you, whatever it is, and, there's yeah. a disconnect. And that, that happens. And one of the things I, 
I don't know how much time we have before break, but I would love to share just a few stories. That when we me- come back, yeah. let's do stories. Yeah, because I love stories. It really, you know, drives the point home. And- you have a number one successful business. I mean, I, I want to just say this. For those of you that don't know who Larissa Golden is, I need to tell you who she is. You know, this is the woman that's president of, of Dream, uh, Dream Clinic. But here's what I want to say. If you know the evolution of Dream Clinic and you understand what she has done to not only support her people, but to, to take massage and bring it to a whole nother level in a town that is filled with massage. It is an enormous accomplishment. When we come back from break, I'll tell you a little bit about what some of those are. But we want to hear stories. I love talk stories. Stay okay. tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Gratitude asks Sacred Space, tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which embraces each atom of your universe. I am that which makes your environment vibrate with very high frequency. I am that which attracts towards you all the hearts that you shelter. Wouldn't it be wonderful to allow yourself to bathe in the energy of your own sacred space every single day? Learn how to create your inner sacred space using our Essence of Gratitude Trio, which includes the Gratitude in Action, Actions of Gratitude book, our Essence of Gratitude journal, and our Bungie bookmark, all which emanate powerful vibrations that transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. Licensed psychotherapist and coming out specialist Kathy DeBono is now available to provide the counseling and coming out support that you need to take this vital and necessary step. Kathy now offers her services through private sessions over secure online video chat or voice-only phone calls if you prefer. You can even choose to use instant messenger or communicate through an email exchange. With Kathy's help, you will thoroughly examine your unique life circumstances and create a plan that is tailor-made for you. For more information, go to kathyisin.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. What robs you of your energy and vitality? The weight gain that just won't go away? Toxicity, prolonged stress, or maybe a trauma from a car accident or fall that damaged your nervous system? Go to this website, bellevue.wellness1.net, to learn more about the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. They'll take time with a free consultation to evaluate the health problems affecting you. Get your health and energy back. Go to bellevue.wellness1.net. Integrative Dentistry provides a broad range of holistic dental services by using healthy materials, whole body understanding, and quality care. Dr. Mitch Martyr focuses on natural dentistry by combining alternative treatments with conventional procedures. He has done extensive research and continuing studies in a broad range of allied fields, including TMJ and pain treatment, orthodontics, periodontology, mercury removal, toxicology, nutrition, herbal medicine, acupuncture, massage, craniosacral, and homeopathy. 
Call for an appointment or free consultation at 206-367-6453. That's 206-367-6453. And visit MitchMartyrDDS.com. That's MitchMartyrDDS.com. Everybody, welcome back. Yes, you're hearing music from my uncle's favorite, and I know he's smiling at you, Benny. Even though you still don't call me Miss Basilli, he's smiling at you, dude. And don't start. You can't hold that against don't, me. Don't, and, and, honestly, come on. I, I'm so appreciative that you don't. Welcome everybody back to the Dr. <laughs> Pat Show. Larissa Golden joining me here today. I want to make sure you know how to get to Dream Clinic. The way to do that is to go to dreamclinic.com. I want to take a moment and invite uh, the first caller to call in get through our switchboard here, uh, to receive a one-hour massage gift certificate. You can use it at either Green Lake or Queen Anne location. So this is for local folks. Uh, The way to do that, the first caller, Brian, is ready for you, 1-800-930-2819. I should say that's lower. It's our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, first caller to call in, we'd like to give you a gift certificate. We're talking today about culture, why it's important. Larissa, thank you for joining me here today. I know why, you know, creating and inviting in a, in a, in a powerful culture, why it's important. But what have you learned along the way? You were going to share some stories. Yeah, I, it's, well, you know, I gave the kind of the five points uh, a little earlier, but, you know, having a vision is it's a big lofty thing to say. But for us, from the first day, you know, with every single hire, we said, we want you to know that the way we are doing massage here is truly therapeutic. We really believe in empowering our clients to take control of their own health long term. So we want you to remember that and really create long term relationships and share whatever tips you need for even aftercare. And we have just been saying the same thing from day one. And we've also said, hey, we do want to grow. We want to bring our approach to massage therapy to more than just our little part mm-hmm. of Seattle. And because of that, people get motivated. They're excited. They know we're not a spa. They know that if they just want to focus on relaxation and pampering, which some people do, that's not going to be a fit. And so what that's done is it's allowed us to be very clear in what is the experience we're trying to create for our clients. Um, but the one that I want to talk about is this rewarding the right things. Yeah. Er- early on, I said, okay, well, obviously it's great when therapists stick around for a while. So we used to you know, have something called seniority, and the longer you worked at the business, the higher up you were, and that helped Mm -hmm. you get more appointments. Well, the funny thing is, after a couple of years, I noticed that therapists that were kind of getting fully booked because of seniority, they weren't really putting in quite as much love. They were Mm -hmm. just coasting. And I said, oh my gosh, well, if we just reward how long you stay with the business, we're going to have a lot of long-time working therapists that are maybe, some of them are burned out, some of them are not. Right. So we added in a component where we started measuring, Pat, not only how long you're with us, but you know, how many clients are coming back to see mm. you. So kind of client retention. And we added that into the seniority formula, and it's literally transformed our workplace because the therapists that really were giving that little bit of extra were starting to get recognized. So we started rewarding the right thing where it's not just how long you're with us, but how much love, how much relationships are you building out there with your clients. And that's a great example of it just transformed our business. Tenure has always been tricky. Yeah, t- tenure's tricky. Tenure, and, tenure has always been tricky. And, but that's an example where a business that, you know, Mm-hmm. It has to think, what is it that we really want? Is it just that we want people to show up for work? That's what you're going to get. Or do we want to make sure we're including? And that's it's, it's about knowing your core values. And in our case, compassion and real um, client relationships, that's a huge mantra for us. And so when we don't see it, you know, we speak for it. And again, that's 
you don't you're about rewarding the right things. It's it's not just here's your paycheck. It's knowing, understanding the business's own core values. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of hand in hand. Here's a, a great story is uh, about the learning mindset. Um, that's a third point. Is what happens when things go wrong? And in a lot of workplaces, people say, "Oh, you know, management doesn't care," or this and that is, you know, not working. And we had a situation where our medical billing was really getting tremendously behind and very tardy. And because we encourage a learning mindset, what a learning mindset is, Pat, is it's not one person saying, I want to learn. It's everybody saying, when things go wrong or when things don't go as they're expected to, can we get curious? Can we can we see why? And then speak for it. And it's also not assuming that someone else will take care of it. It's saying that anyone in the company can be can be the catalyst for that learning. And so we really encourage it. So instead of people just throwing their hands up or getting upset, we say, okay, maybe you have your one-minute reaction, but then let's turn that into curiosity. Why did that thing, you know, not go well? And can we change it? And so everybody feels like they're part of our continuous progress right. and they feel encouraged. And in the case of this medical billing situation, it was one of our therapists that said, hey, do you guys know how – we're storing these medical files. I think it's contributing to our problem. And because he spoke up, that allowed, you know, those of us that are actually, you know, in administration to look further and we completely changed our process. But that wouldn't have been possible, you know, without that first coming from one of our therapists. Yeah. And that's what I mean by my learning mindset is it's not just one person. It's when the whole organization, when everybody in your company knows that they can be part of improving the business. Well, I want to just remind everybody yeah. we're giving away a free gift certificate for massage, 1-800-930-2819. Or email me, because I know some of you cannot call in. Uh, you could email me at info at thedrpatshow.com, and I'll make sure Larissa gets your information, info at thedrpatshow.com. It's really culture is very, very important. I mean, in a lot of ways, because if you don't figure this out, slowly the business really deteriorates <laughs> and and you don't really understand why it's it, it, and this goes to kind of the last point that, yeah you know so you so to create a great culture you need to know where you're going that's your vision you need to know what your core values are and that's going to make you uh, reward the right behaviors but you also the last thing we talked about which is protecting the culture you need to recognize when something's so when someone doesn't fit and there was a big lesson for us. We had a therapist that simply thought we were too nice to our customers. I know it sounds silly. She thought we were, you know, if they complain, we always give, you know, it doesn't happen often, but if a client for some reason has a less than satisfactory experience, we don't ask questions. We always allow them to come back and see another therapist on us. Because, right. Because it's really just not us to not have happy clients. And this therapist thought we were just coddling clients, that th- clients can't necessarily be trusted, that basically had a very different perspective of a therapist relationship with clients. And when I heard that at first, I probably didn't take action quickly enough. Mm-hmm. And I let this therapist stay on for three, four months. What was amazing, Pat, was how quickly that spirit started spreading. Yeah. And so here's our wonderful place where we've always been just so compassionate to our coworkers and clients. And that was beginning to change quickly because she was putting these seeds of doubt and maybe the management's overly favoring clientele. And it was just this strange thing where the culture started changing much more rapidly than I would have ever expected. And I did end up having to kind of, you know, end the relationship with this therapist. But it was a great reminder to me that because I knew early on that she wasn't a fit. But I, again, I didn't want to upset anybody. She seemed nice enough. And and I don't think I'll ever make that mistake because 
it was a great example of how it wasn't just about this one person. It was really right. all all fifty of us started. You know, things started changing. So. It is, you know, it's it's the hardest thing, but I encourage anybody who's running a department. It is hard, and I, I'm yeah. so glad you brought that up because sometimes we do have to let folks, you know, yeah. uh, move on to whatever they're going to move on to. It, it it's is so important to it, do it's that. It's hard, and, and one of my um, mentors, Pat, you know, we all have them. Yes. She said, Larissa, when you look at your team and the people who are still with you, she says, don't just think you're 50 employees. Mm-hmm. Think about their families and their kids and all the people that are depending on you to keep this, you know, mm-hmm. business running. And when you look at it that way, it makes it a little easier to understand that favoring the one, you know, puts in jeopardy all the rest of your team that's still, you know, that's pulling for you and mm-hmm. pulling in the right direction. And that's made it easier for me, although it's still, you know, it's tough. We we love people and a lot of them are great people. They just, again, it's just not a fit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, but that is as, as important because it'll undo... If, if you're soft on non-performance and if you're soft on those that just don't share your values, it'll undo all yeah. the wonderful work yeah. that, you know. And it doesn't serve either party. Really, no, it, doesn't. It, doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't serve either person. Larissa, thank you for joining us here today. For those of you out there, check it out, dreamclinic.com. And we will be giving away two gift certificates. So uh, let's make sure everybody, if you would love to get one of these, there are two ways to do it, one in a future show. And the second thing is to send me an email at info at the Dr. Pat show. Larissa, thank you. Uh, thank you, Pat. And I just want to say, uh, everyone, we have this new location in Queen Anne. We've been there for about a year. So please come check it out. Visit our website. We'd love to see you. Uh, and thank you, Pat, for the opportunity. You today. bet. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show, everybody. Oh, me. 